0: Alright, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name's Zach, and we're here to talk Uh, all things punting again. We're going to recap what we did on the weekend. We had a few people down in Manly last weekend for a bit of a Christmas catch-up, a bit of a punt and whatnot. Uh, We've had a couple of interviews recently, so if you want to have a check out of those, a couple of the jocks uh, got off the top of my head. We have ones with Tommy, Nash, uh, Timmy Clark, Dylan Gibbons, Tyler Schiller, there's probably someone missing there, but there's a couple more that we've got uh, planned up. We're a bit lazy when it comes to it. Going to get Zach Lloyd on as well. Um, we're loving some of the apprentices and hearing their stories and how blessed they are to be running in riding in uh, Sydney at the time of really big prize money. So half their luck. This week, um, there's plenty of racing, especially with these, um, these twilight meetings, especially on Fridays as well, and there's plenty of racing on a Saturday. So there's always winners to be found. I've got the boys. Ready, and to go. We can recap the weekend and hopefully find some. Tommy, it was a good day down the Stain, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, mate. It was a good Saturday, a few beers, a couple of winners. Uh, very disappointing for Lana, But But, um, yeah, it's, it's the season at the moment, having um, having a few parties on. So, yeah, just um, having a few beers and getting, getting amongst it.
0: We had Chris come down, and it was really good to have someone that had a uh, specific like stain card i actually inquired with him during the week if you can actually become a member at the stain or get cheap drinks but not the case is it chris
2: no um you've got to be going there for a long time and you've got to spend way too much money there i don't <laughs> think they give them out anymore it's but it, it's my pride and joy that uh that heritage membership it's um yeah the day i was it is the day i can't afford beers. drinking i guess yeah <laughs>
0: Um, good day to see a few of the boys down there. Um, like Tommy said, Valana was a bit disappointing. Uh, Tommy and me sort of went balls deep on that one. Um, tough watch, wasn't it, Tommy? Never in it.
1: Yeah, actually, a couple of sources have uh, told me from the West that um, not not a single winner came from the fence all day, and the sim was very adamant to the jockey not to get stuck on the fence and try to go to the fence. And he wasn't too happy after the race either. So,
0: cop the serving.
1: Um, not not a lot you could do from Barrier One, but still not a not a great um, not a great look. But as well, the stone bruising from a couple of weeks ago, I think got the better of him as well. So, um, still want to follow Eric and valana but yeah, that was very disappointing. But uh, the astrologist yeah. has been running amongst it as well. I, I've backed it a couple of times and been, um. A bit disappointed by it, but Pike, you just rode it a treat, and and um, and you got ten bucks for it on Saturday, which is pretty nice.
0: I think you, get, you started at nineteen on Saturday, the astrologist, which was Kiss. pretty pretty disgusting. Kiss on all four cheeks, Chris. I know we talked about this. God. Um, okay, go on, you go. Oh,
2: I'm just no, I'm shattered. Like I know you're setting it up, but I've backed it two weeks in a row. Uh, followed it from Melbourne over there. I thought ran two really good races. And I just I, I somehow haven't collected, and I'm just so filthy. <laughs> yeah, but I reckon got a major in it, you know. I reckon one to follow, uh, leading into maybe the autumn. Um, might get a good race out of it.
0: I think, yeah. I think I think it's definitely definitely owed a big one. Coe, um, how'd you go, mate? I know that as a group we all did big quaddies and everything, and and bit of a place game, and nothing really eventuated with it. All did
3: it. Not really, but it was just an entertaining day all, all in all. Uh, I think it's just the festive season and we it, it's just good to catch up in it. Like, it's just um, unwind. Um, it's unusual uh, that we all have a Saturday off. It is. It, it extremely is. And, you know, it was just by coincidence that we had a group two in Sydney and a group one, on group three, should I say, in uh, Perth. But a very anticipated group three, should I say. Mm. Um, nonetheless, I think racing, I mean, I think for the next couple of weeks, it definitely eases off for the m- most part of things, but magic millions is literally right around the corner. So we've got to be excited for that. Uh, it was best on ground on Saturday. Yeah. I love
0: the appearance of Darren All. Darren All, yeah, um, big time. Yeah. yeah, he's a veteran of Sky Racing. For anyone that's listening, he's a veteran producer of there, and he is one of the absolute greats with one-liners. So he had some crackers. Um, I like. I want to hear a couple of people win because not many people were. But Tom, Tom started doing. I think Chris noticed Tom point to the sky every time that a horse sort of <laughs> ran over, and he's watching Sky Two or something, and Aubrey or whatever was doing really well, but. Um, Torrens, Torrens was a good one. As soon as I saw Torrens win at twenties, I knew that Tom would say that he had something on. But Tommy, well done. You take the twenties.
1: Uh, so I got forty five. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was actually hundreds into what I think it started seventeen. So um, I managed. To, I only have. I think it was twelve dollars fifty. I split a bonus bet five ways and put it. Put just a part of it on there, but it was good. Um, I wasn't sure with the new trainer. He hadn't got a win with Torrens yet, but as uh, young Darren All pointed out to me, uh, undefeated at 2,400. So I think a, a few smart punters looked at that and they all started coming for Torrens. So I uh, definitely want to follow once it gets a bit out. But um, yeah, it was all right. But yeah, it uh, and Aubrey, we'll, we'll just follow in <laughs> Graham White's tips. It he does tips tip well. By- he tipped five from seven at Albury as well, and including, I think, the last three were all like five, seven, and maybe $10. So that was uh, – we are doing pretty well there. But, yeah, gave it all back on Volana.
0: He's a cracking tipster, Graham White. Um, Coey, me and you spoke, I think, during the week, and we mentioned how hard the Ingham was. Um, Look, obviously, it's what eventuated. Curwin's Lane got saluted, Brenton – had a couple of winners that day too, twenties, and then Lions Roar at fifties, and then a tissue at twelves and Arameo rounded it out at thirties, the top four. I think looking at the first four, it paid over four hundred thousand. Um, but look, I guess it's a kraken edition. Kraken win by Curwins right. Lane, but good luck if you found well, anything.
3: Once again, like I think what racing New South Wales have done with that race, like it, not too long ago. I mean, we're talking 3 years ago, 2 years ago even. I think it was 250,000. They about 300,000, 2 million. Then they bu- and then they bumped it to 750 last year and then all of a sudden it's 2 million bucks. <laughs> like that you just go is fuck, sickening. Fuck, fuck me like and it's a an, uh, ballot exempt race for the the Doncaster, one of the best autumn races we've got on the like the carnival. Like it's the most time-honored race we've got essentially, outside of probably the Queen Elizabeth, essentially. <laughs> like, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And then, oh, I mean, it's great to see a full field of 20 running down the Randwick Strait all at once. And, oh, I mean, that's what ensued, essentially. Like, if you look at the, the, the exotics that paid out for that. Like, I mean, with the likes of Kerwin's Lane, Arameo, Lions Roar, and a tissue in it like you just suggested. I mean... It's a great betting race. Like it, w- it was great. Can I? Just... Can all agree. You can spend that
2: money better,
3: though. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Right. Like I mean, I totally agree with Chris in the sense, but I think in this in this instance, I think I don't. I think two million was a little bit over over the kind of the bar. Yeah, the top.
0: Yeah, yeah, a little bit over the and-
3: bar, and then um, but saying that, it is for a ballot exempt race, so. I can justify that. There is definitely a different couple of avenues I could take with a couple of different races that's on the program during the spring, especially and I, that. And I can, think
1: you saw a much quality, like a, a better field than usual as well, like for that. Team.
2: Totally
3: agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah.
2: What, what, what I, price carry price one's lane in the
3: 20? 51s. Yeah.
2: Probably starts
3: 150. Well, that's the thing though, you just don't know, but it's ballot exempt. So, you know, you've got a grand final for it. Like John O'Shea could just be like, Yeah, I could keep my powder dry, you know, just I, I'm always gonna be aiming for this. So uh good luck to him. I mean, I don't think it's quite the uh stakes grade horse. Like it winning a group two is huge for it, is yeah. I'll put it that way. I think before
0: before I just go to the nugget race because I want to, and before I forget, Chris, I think congratulations are in order. I believe you had a winner at Roma, which was a non-tab meeting with um, <laughs> yeah. expect expect a hero. It was we've gone from a two million dollar race to race two benchmark fifty five. Total prize pool of eight and a half grand. If you were lucky to run fourth, you got two hundred and fifty dollars. Um, three lengths, I but, thought. But you What's got that? a you got a winner, mate. Expect a hero won by three lengths. Talk to me.
2: Yeah, he's down straight to the front. <laughs> the, the the crooks up there tried to send someone forward to bat him up front, but um, he didn't want to brow it. He just didn't even look at it. Never in doubt. And then I I was that pumped. First winner, you know, I've ever had. <laughs> Uh, at, at the non-tabs, I couldn't back it, of course. Yeah. And then I get an email today saying, "Yeah, your yeah, stakes payments have been frozen while uh, there's an owner transfers owner transfership happening because one of the deadbeats in the ownership couldn't pay his bills." So Jack Larkin, they're sorting out they're sorting out that um, the, that ten percent of the ownership, and my payment, my prize money, is is frozen On until front. they sort that out. What a stitcher! But a st- yeah, no, we're going uh, gonna go to Emerald, I think, in <laughs> uh, in two weeks' time, with to a tab meeting over the eight sixty, correct? Uh, where the plan will Love be that. very similar, straight to the front, and uh, don't look back.
0: Well, congratulations, mate. Um, it's, it's about my level. Yeah, look, an eight and a half grand race, nothing wrong with it, mate. Um, Expect a hero, it is called, so follow that one along up north, Um, but as we go back to Sydney, Nugget, we talked about this horse, it's a a good horse, Um, Steely, look, we all wanted Steely to win for Gab, but he just keeps running solid races, Uh, it was up straight to the front, Tyler aboard, started at 14 bucks too, and only went down by probably 0.2 of a length or something, but... Uh, Tommy Nugget, Zach Lloyd obviously riding as good as ever for Kieran Ma uh gets it done. I think it was about a dollar eighty, dollar ninety or something.
1: Yeah, I mean he, you're right, it's was dollar eighty, dollar ninety and a um like the feel was pretty good. I thought Stilly ran on really well, but um you still gotta put the horse in the right spot and uh Zach's been riding really well and he um he added all the pressure on the world with Nugget on him. A lot of people made it their best bet of the day and he um he did it fairly easy. He um, trusted there'd be a run on the rail, and he took it when he when he could. And it was yeah, um, interesting to see where Nugget gets. So I even think he would have been very close in that um, Ingham if he did get a run, and it would have been the topical tip Nugget winning the Ingham. But um, yeah, it's uh, going to be interesting to see where Nugget ends up.
0: It's good with Zach. So I spoke to Zach uh, during the week, so he's going to come on the podcast too. It's been good getting a couple of apprentices on. I know everyone loves hearing from the big names, but it's just as good to get some of these uh, young up-and-comers coming aboard, isn't it, Coey? Oh,
3: totally. I mean, it's – we're not like the breeding ground of the media training that apprentices need or, you know, everything else, but the, the reception that we're getting – and the, the commitment that they're showing is impressive, you know, like they're, tr- they're true professionals and, you know, we'd love to see that and we're not there to jeopardize their career or anything, or, you know, you know, oversight their career. Like we just want to promote their career and they're all about it. And I, I love that. I really, really love that. Like it's enjoyable. It's good chat. And, you know, they, they're all about it. Um, they're so, and they're riding and- really well. <laughs> <laughs> they're, well, they're they're riding really well like you said zach zach had a couple of rides today and i think got a couple of winners as well at hawkesbury like they're all killing it and it, whether they like coming on to something like our program you know like a little podcast here but i don't know but at the end of the day they're just all about the ride of oh, riding the wave of you know what racing industry is all about. They're happy to promote, happy to yeah. sp- speak out should, and, should. you know, yeah, exactly. Like talk about it. Tyler that.
1: might not want to after, um, after Ramones last week. But <laughs> how oh, good, God.
2: how good that they've got their, that attitude as well. They're happy to talk to us, talk to yeah. whoever wants to talk to them and, and promote uh, the industry in that way. We should be, we should sell, a, we should concoct some rivalry between, these apprentices now. Yeah. Like, get in, get in early and so it last, bro. We hate
3: each other. Well, Jamie, Chris, Chris Jamie, is all Jamie about hating Zach. each other, though. No. Like, Zach no, and no, Zach no, James. No. I'm,
2: about, I'm about selling the industry and making it exciting series, selling some storyline. Like, yeah. that's what I care about.
0: Like, well, I think uh, it, the when I spoke to Tyler after we did the podcast last week, he mentioned how, she, how much he was shitting himself. He goes, man, I was so nervous doing it. He didn't think that we were going to be – as casual as we were, I'm assuming he probably thought he was doing more so a radio interview talking about his rides that weekend. He was like, mate, this is like a blessing how easy it was to talk to us. So that's what we want. Um, yeah, pretty stoked with that. Yep. So Zach Lloyd will be really good. Chris was pushing a horse all day, which actually ran pretty well in the last, to be honest. Uh, surprisingly, it was called High Court at hundreds and it ran a really, ran a really good fifth, Chris.
2: No, look. All I was just saying. I didn't think it hit the line really well last start. Nothing to do with the name. And was really strong through the line. Nothing to do with the name. Just thought it shouldn't have been hundreds. Uh, thought it should have been you know twenty fives to thirties, and ran like a thirty shot and came what fifth or sixth or something. Um, to me, the the run of the day was 10 out of Jack down in Melbourne, which I thought yeah. was outstanding, and and will be is a, not even a horse to follow, obviously, but it's uh, it's it's a gun.
3: Yeah, it's bizarre though. Like looking at that detonator Jack form, right? That was the first run that Nugget had in Australia, and look what Nugget's become as well. So, whether we see something similar come into the Donny or in that equation, who the hell knows? But um, it's sure to kind of add a little bit bit of value coming into the autumn, I think. Yeah, for sure, for sure.
2: And people forget detonator Jack ran a decent race in the uh, South Australian Derby, I think it was. Yeah, well, I think it was, it was yeah. Right back, hit the line really well, but it's going to get over further is what I'm getting at. So really likely race, four-year-old gelding now. So we'll see it, I'd imagine, in the autumn over some decent races, hopefully in Sydney or def- definitely in Melbourne at some point over one of those those decent um, staying races down there. Was that
0: South Australia one? I I'm, might be completely wrong. Is that where Jungle Magnate won? Am I thinking the right one at Morfordville South Australia Derby? It
2: was – the winner was – Jungle Magnate. Yeah, Jungle
0: yeah. Magnate. Yeah, sweet. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I agree. Um, What else? On Sunday, this is a, another day that was really cool, is the Shartian meeting. So there's probably a bit to break down there, but obviously Zach Purton and a few of the big names riding uh, on the day. Zach kicked it off with Circuit Mighty, which was absolutely very, very tight in the very first of the day. I assume a lot of people probably just backed Zach to first up. Got him a bit of bank, but um, Golden 60, I could dead set stop a train. I said, I, I think I sent it to a few of you. I had it last leg of about of two multis, and it was weird. The 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 Hugh Bowman horse that he well, – I can't remember what it was called – scooted around, put sudden pace into the race, and then all of a sudden Golden 60 left a bit flat-footed, and what do you reckon, Chris? You know your shot in well.
3: Zach wrote a page, though.
0: You reckon? Yeah, yeah, of course. California Spangle, absolutely perfect. <laughs> yeah. But the, it was beauty joy, I think. Um that weird move or early move that Hugh did, it kind of threw it into a bit of um shambles. Laws of Industries was cracking and I know Chris was pretty um outspoken. He sent me a message about this race. That's why I wanted to get your opinion, Chris. While it was it beauty
2: joy it was Beauty Joy that put the spin into the race. But okay, so the thing about Hong Kong is they, they go mad out of the gates to try and get a position, and then they all they're so tractable and they're so well behaved horses, they can all just switch off. And then it can kind of become a real dash to the finish. So California Spangle was just able to, like, no one challenged for the lead early. And then when the speed went into the race, it just it just played out perfectly for California Spangle. The run by gone 60, I thought was really good. Yeah. It just got, it, because of the draw and because of not as, not, not, not as aggressive, but not as versatile early as California Spangle probably is at this stage of its career. Got, it wasn't given the chance to have the run that California Spangle is. So it was the perfect ride from Pertin. The thing is, law of indices, and I'm not going to sit here and bag out JMac. Obviously, he, he, he was named the best jockey of the world in the world early this week, but it was an absolute stinker from JMac in this race. He got caught wide early when he should have pressed forward. And then when Beauty Joy put the speed into the race, he was stuck out wide, like had to tackle that speed, and then asked for an effort as they went around the turn instead of kind of waiting for that burst to go on where he could have got a nice card into the race. And then the horse hung on for third. It was a huge run from a lot of indices. So, another one I'll be looking forward to when it comes back to Australia and obviously not back in JMAC, but... I think it showed how different things are in Hong Kong compared to here. And 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 look, I'm not saying like Zach would come back here and struggle to get the the way races are run here. He'd have to get used to that. So I'm not bagging at JMac. I'm just saying it showed that he wasn't a local <laughs> jockey there. And Zach played him off a break in that particular race. I thought. And good to see California Spangle get their group one and no knock on gone sixty who is <laughs> been an absolute freak. He's
0: just crossing all crossing all his T's oh. here. It's all, it's all oh, isn't he what?
3: What do you um, reckon, Coey? I'm back to California Spangle.
2: He's one of the only winners I've
3: actually. Oh, here we go. There well, we go. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. so I was. So-
3: that was an all-time spiel about flat batting the event. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um,
2: it, it, show, it shows you. We spoke on Saturday about uh, tempos and. How yeah, important 100%. it is to be versatile to go forward early and be and be able to land in position that can make you win the race at the end of the race, and that's what California Spangler did. It won the race in the first two hundred meters.
3: I, t- I totally agree there in the regards that perton gave it every opportunity to place it in the right spot. I think Laws of industry I, I I've only watched the replay maybe handful of times, twice or three times. Um, I, I had this little like when uh, the outside pressure came. It felt like the horse was starting to lay out a little bit. So I don't know if it was totally J Mac's control. Like, I, I, I think, I don't know, like, I am surprised that J Mac didn't actually find a more forward position with it. Um, I definitely had the did. To. He definitely had the chance to. And then it started laying in, laying out, and then eventually laid out, whereby J Mac was like, well, I, I'm not going to crash into the peloton, so to speak, inside of me. And he just had no control of it or not no control of it, but like, it just almost looked like it was, was, yeah, yeah. it it was just, it was, I don't know. It was over racing at a certain stage and I don't know, like laws of indices from all its merits ran at top race. Cause I mean, I, at the top of the turn, I thought this was, this was for sure going to tail out and just disappear into the pack. Had no sure. right to tackle
2: on and finish and yeah. stay third,
3: yeah. But absolutely brave effort and all merits, jockey and horse in that regard. But yeah, I think Purden just injected what he needed to. And no one knows the track better than Purden in terms of the Aussies, right? So um yeah, like it was a rightful winner and all all well it just ends well, you know. Like I guess it I, I saw I, I saw it as a great ride from Purden.
0: Uh, yep. It was really nice to see Damian Lane get another get a W over there in the Hong Kong Vars, win Maryland. Uh, look, I probably wouldn't. It wasn't one of my picks, but uh, that was really good. But the one I want to make a point of was Romantic Warrior uh, in the Hong Kong Cup. Uh, Tommy, I'll go to you for this one. Uh, this was a huge win. And James McDonald, what, I can't remember how much he won by at least four lengths or something, do you reckon? Yeah, it's four
2: and a half, I
0: think, was the official margin. There you go. What do you reckon, Tommy? Yeah, he, he was really
1: good and big raps and he's um, I think he's still relatively lightly raced as well. So it, it'll be interesting to see where he ends up because I think he's a um,
3: he's a world class horse. This horse, I, t- I totally agree. And I mean, I measure margins in how many whip strikes in the air <laughs> a jockey can do. Right. Of course and, you do, you j- nerd. Yeah, and uh, J-Mac j- was absolutely thrilled with getting another group one and that was, you have to remember, that was his 15th group one in 2022. So, un-fucking-believable. Un- like, I, I am speechless that he's won in three different countries. Yeah. Yes, yes, he's had the pick of the pick of the crop because he is the gun down under, right? R- riding animo and very elegant and the likes, but you still need a win on him, and he's doing yeah, you get him it at home. Yeah. Oh, uh, you, you're completely
1: right. And you look at he's he's made it back to Wyong by Wednesday. That's to right. To ride a potential uh, Magic Millions horse, which could be a potential Golden Slipper winner.
3: Correct.
1: So it's he's putting it in the work for sure. He's yeah.
2: Which like is he, you, you got to respect that. Like
3: 100 percent. And. It, and he doesn't Sorry. ride for the Snowdens that often, really, in this grand scheme of things. So the Snowdens to be like, J-Mac, you're the best. I want you on um, uh, Sovereign Fund for the two-year-old classic. Obviously meant volumes to him to return back in form. Let's go on Wednesday. He obviously received the message well, and he he wrote it like a good thing, that's for sure.
2: And I canned him a second ago for the, his ride on law of indices but in that hong kong cup on romantic warrior jumped better than anything and literally did what zach did like previously he did with the reverse so he jumped yeah. better but then was smart enough to instead of pushing forward and, and trying to put too much tempo in when he didn't have to he took a seat back and was able to get just the perfect run and then which was obviously why that margin ended up being so big because it was an absolute pitch so it's not not him at all but that ride was just absolutely like bottled
3: that up and it's the greatest thing you've ever seen. It was the Law of Indices one that upset me. It's like we're well, watching... It did upset me because I've been up. It's like we're watching the Ashes. There's so many flat bats here. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> if anyone's
0: listening, it's Chris talking about James there, not us. <laughs> um... All right. Anything else before Excited. we have a anything else before we have a look at the weekend and try and actually make some money for Christmas? Any other stories? Well actually one sad story. One sad story was today, uh I know that you boys all work at Sky, so you're across this a lot. Uh there was an unfortunate incident. Tommy, was it race one or race two, Ashburton today? One of those race, two.
3: Race two, I think it was.
0: Yeah. So Tommy, do you want to mention it? You yeah, I think you were probably working and across a bit of it.
1: Yeah, I, I sadly got to see the race and, um, oh, yeah, just, um, uh, look, I, I think it was just the horses, um, just shied away a bit coming into the straight, and he's just caused, um, the horses just hit another one and they've all come down, um, half the field and they called the meeting off straight away, so you knew there was something wrong. And then, yeah, later this um this really talented young apprentice has uh, lost her life, which is very sad to see. Yeah. So, um, as, especially this week as well. Um, I know at Randwick the the jockey function, the National Jockeys Trust, are celebrating the jockeys as they do every year, and they do a great job of it. So, um, as, yeah, just just thinking about um all the the participants that are involved and uh, her family and uh, everyone. It's just really sad to see. You don't want to see this at all. But um, it's just a reminder we're working with these 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 brave uh, young people are risking their lives every day to go to work. So um, it, it's really sad to see. And, yeah, uh, there's not much else more to be said, really.
0: It's, it happens. And it's, it's, like you said, it can happen quite a lot. So this young girl, Megan Taylor, it's really sad. And like you said, it's not... It wasn't that long ago that the young Japanese jock, uh, Yanagida, I think, and he was he was riding Cambridge and that was in September or August or something. So, look, we talk about jocks, but they have one of the most dangerous jobs in the world for people who are about 50 kilos, which is about my right leg. And that's the thing, like, I think well said, like Tommy hit the nail on the head there and
2: like it's easy to kind of she can jockeys when you, you have a vet and things haven't panned out like you thought they would. But, like, mate, they're, they're riding race cars with yeah. no protection around them, you know, seven foot up in the air going pretty bloody quick. So I think it's, uh, it's
0: yeah, it puts things
2: into perspective and I think it's probably a good That's reminder, sure. like, how, how good a job they do, yeah.
0: 100% and uh i guess one other story before we look at the races um are we good what are we thought, thoughts on Darren weir so i believe he's got a, a bit of a fine but no conviction and i think eventually he's probably allowed back in the industry uh what are we what are our thoughts what about you tommy start with you
1: yeah i think um i think it was all around the wor- the wording um where he's he's agreed
3: to uh i can i can't It's no longer exactly. Yeah. It's no longer torture. It's abuse, which is just as bad. But (laughs) it sounds bad. I mean, torture sounds. I mean, they are both bad, Tunnas and everyone else involved. But at the same time, I think that it is a downgrade to a certain degree. Is how it's measured. Um. It. Obviously, it's up to people to decipher what the differentiation is really i mean to me like it's it's very similar but at the same time the
1: severity i think what it means yeah it means um people under this have been able to come back to racing uh after after they serve their ban which is ban i think is very close to being done if not it's just been done in four years so i think that was the key to um getting that word in chain so he can come back and train.
3: Yeah. Because he is officially, I think, cleared of any conviction is my understanding. So anything um, – so what he went through over the week or the past couple of months is all through the civil courts. So it's nothing to do with the stewards or Racing Victoria of that nature. It's all to do with actual the, – the law in itself that we provide as a nation or a state. Uh, it's gone through those courts and – ipso facto he has been cleared of torture now downgraded to abuse <laughs> and can have the option to be training with a license i think I, i'm going to say february like i think he can be within the application proper yeah, uh, february, like,
0: february 6th
3: so he can be a part of the process of uh, reapplying very shortly and then once it gets approved if it gets approved uh he can continue his ways like he was in four four years' time.
0: Interesting
3: stuff. All right. All right, let's
0: go. Let's have a look. We'll um, have a look at a couple at Ramwick. Um, Chris, if you've got any at Melbourne, we can have a little look at as well. And Tom, a couple at Queensland, whatever ones we want to um, – have a look. We don't have to go through them all, but I'm going to have a flick through. Tell me to stop if we want to. Do we like anything in the two-year-old race? One J-Mac is on the dollar seventy favorite uh, for a change. But has anyone got anything or outside of the box for
3: race one? No, I think favorite wins. Ditto, <laughs> yeah. ditto. And and I, the only thing I want to note is the fact how strong the Peter Sto- uh, Peter and Paul Snowden camp is with the two-year-olds this year. I think they've got about potentially seven or eight that could be amongst the slipper picture this year. Love that. So um, they've got a real strong arm in this year's two year old ranks. So I, I think that snapbacks trolls have been impressive and I see it continuing.
0: Okay. highways already pretty always pretty hard uh the ones at the top of the market have all drawn very wide your super extreme zarus indicative and whatnot but does anyone like anything in the highway often there's a bit of value to be found anyone anything
3: master of rewards for me for a little bit of value Love i that. mean i can eleven dollars uh super extremes interesting because i mean i think the jmac values i mean it, it opened Pretty short ish, 460. I guess that's about a highway price for a favorite, really. Barrier 18. But the Barrier 18, you just go, oh, Jesus. Oh, it's wow. going to do it. Oh, wow. It's going to need to do a lot of work from there. And I think Master Rewards, it's stepping up from a class two to class three this start. Uh, but I think its last start, which was against, I can't actually remember because I don't actually have my laptop in front Stop of me, on. but it was. And those are the likes who have been highway grade horses for a while. Uh, draws well enough. I think it will probably sit one, one eleven 11 bucks. I can entertain. Uh, Mr. Larrabee tried
1: really well. Uh, Ben Looker comes to town to ride it for Paul Shaler at the $11. So I think it's not bad. And watch out for Matata, uh, horse, uh, family used to own. And it has Amy McLucas claiming three oh. and she does really well in these highways. And it's, uh,
3: Suddenly get into its form last couple of runs. So, yeah, the two for me. All Princess of the Highways. Princess All, of
0: the Highways. Yeah. All three of them were $11 too. Chris, am I keeping going? Yeah, mate, I've got
2: nothing.
0: Beautiful. Midway, this is always something that we have always struggled with. Anyone for Midway? With your blessings, it's J max third race in a row that he's favourite.
3: Mr. Rocket for me. Towards the end of the page, number yep. 14. 14 $7. Great Rockline. section. Great sectionals last start uh, at Kembla. I think it was on Gong Day actually. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for you. Great yep. sectionals, uh, low weight, up in class, all the above. Seven bucks can entertain.
1: Seven bucks and two fifty. Tommy, anything? Liberty Sun Zach Lloyd claiming two. I think it's the best horse in the race.
0: Love that. That's 9 bucks. So we're finding some value so far. Uh, we up to the 2,000-meter benchmark 88 race, race 4. Secret Glamour is going around. Secret Glamour is looking for three in, the, in a row. Had a good win, Rose Hill last start, actually. And that is a $3.80 favorite, Rhys Jones. Um, he's back into a bit of form, too, the old jock. Uh, Worthley's there. Zoom on. Global Osbred. Uh, I heard a little chat to someone about Bacchio del Mist, which is thirty-four dollars. Uh, don't know the hell about it, but I had a little uh, little message about that one. But boys, anything for race four?
3: I'm um, on the favourite. Um, Secret glamour. I got the early price for it, um, which again opens so, eight bucks. I got. Oh, I mean, I didn't get the eight, but I got seven, oh, so I'm, love I'm happy. I'm happy with that, and that's all I got. I think the Murr and Eustace stable have a big uh, big hand in this with both their uh, mares. Worthily's pretty handy type. Zoom on, I think it's coming to more of a realistic price. Bar- Barrier 11, it's going to have to work to cross and lead. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think it might be trapped a little bit wide. There's a little bit more speed than I had uh, anticipated on this paper. So I, I'm kind of happy to back Secret Glamour at the early. Tommy?
1: Um, I don't mind Global bread here. I think Coe is right. There's, there's a few funny buggers with the Kieran Mars and the two gay waterhouses. Um, Co mentions in mind um, that wide gate, a military mission next to it as well. In the After winning, um, I think it was the Tari Cup uh, pretty well. So I, I think they might uh, set a bit of pace here and it could set it up for something like Global bread. Timmy Clark, I think, rode two or three the other day and he's informed. So I'm going Global bread.
2: I thought Worthley would uh, run a really good race here. Like heaps of speed on paper. Woodley drawn inside like two or three and should get a really nice run mapped really well for me. So I thought it was the one to beat.
0: Okay. Woodley also opened eight bucks. So Secret Glamour and Woodley both opened eight bucks. and They've both been smashed into 380 and 390. So keep a good eye on them. Also keep an eye on Bacchio Del Mist if it runs a race. Race number uh what do we got? Alpha One is favorite. It's short. It's Chad Schofield. It's $4 into $240. Uh boys, anything here? I know in the past we've had a little, uh, little cracks at Rupertar. I know it's drawn a bit wide, but I think it was you, Cody. Did you like Rupertar last time?
3: I did I didn't mind Rupertar, but 12's very sticky. The yeah. the rail out and everything else in context, I think it might be a little bit awkward. And that's why it's had a little bit of the blows on the market. Uh, I think just coming out to the $8, I think. Seven seven or eight bucks, I could definitely entertain with it. But uh, in this race, Alpha 1 is going to be tough. It was touted as one of the the good things during the autumn. Gigakick form. Yeah, gigakick. Well, I mean, that's yeah, huge, true. isn't it, really? Second to gigakick. And there was, I think there was murmurs about he might be the one that could be a sneaky sliding into Everest conversations but then didn't wow. do too much in that listed race so it, it, it's hard to say but at the same time it trialed well all the above i can't really knock it uh shadow and vampire it's probably going to be i think alpha one is definitely the classiest horse yep. so shadow, shadow and vampire it owes me absolutely nothing it's made me a little bit of money and valmaster is definitely interesting but yeah i think the favorite's pretty Pretty hard to beat.
0: We are with Alpha 1. I think it was second to Geek, Geek in the vein stakes. I just looked up. But, boys, anything else besides Alpha 1?
1: Yeah, mate. Um, I, I, it trialed alongside Vowmaster, and they both went pretty hard. And you look at Rubitar from its trials and even its, um, its first start, I think it might be a bit handy as well. And you think Streaker from that gate, um, I think there might be a ton of speed here. So I think it sets something up like Shadow Vampire or even Quick Tempo. Um, the weight's just a little bit um, of a worry on Quick Tempo, but he's um, if he has all things going for him and can get a clear run, especially, I think Randwig suits him really well. I, I really like Quick Tempo.
0: Okay, Quick Tempo at nines, so Alpha 1 at two. Ray 6, what do we got? We got Sunshine in Paris is the favorite. It's drawn wide, but it's also with Estadio Mestrala. Uh, what do we got? 460 and five bucks. Uh, the Sunshine in Paris, that opened $8. So there's been a fair bit of moves already for uh, early on in this market from opening yesterday. Arnold is going around. Uh, I've got stories about that horse. It's um, had a trial. Uh, We've got Green Shadows. There's a bunch there. Boys, we like anything. Duck Lloyd's on micro. It's drawn the park, but he's claiming too i like to tenderise
2: uh, Tyler Schiller. Ran a really nice race two weeks ago at Rose Hill mm-hmm. where he led on a decent pace and I thought he probably gets a better run where he could sit 1-1, maybe get a bit of cover here and still sit. Still an aggressive kind of horse that gets close like in the first half of the field and when double-figure odds.
0: Okay. What about you, Tommy? Goey?
2: Uh Green Shadow's
1: been pretty impressive without winning this prep, I think. I, it it should have... It looked like it was going to win um, until right on the line last start, and I think um, I think if it runs that same race, it, it, it probably gets the win here. So look, I, and I think it's going towards the Magic Minions as well, and Gerald Gerald's got a big rap on it, so Green Shadows for me.
3: Goey, tricky, tricky. Uh, I've only actually got one horse in the black book for this one. I took Estadio Mustala. I, I know I noticed that you've been practicing your Spanish, uh, tennis. Um <laughs> But uh, <laughs> Lek Le- 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 Vada is the only one that's in my black book, and I think it's our class. So it's a tricky little race. Arnold, like you mentioned, i just put a pen through it. I just don't know what to do with that horse. It's a little bit of a hit and a miss for me, and I, I find this study of a style is much the same. I think Barry 11 going to be tricky, but J-Mac on board is handy. But... I'll be looking for bias by this stage. I think rail out and everything else. So yeah, I think it's going to be on speed and those two might find it a little bit tricky.
0: I forgot to ask. So just sorry, back to race five. Someone messaged earlier on. and wanted to ask you boys um, about invincible kiss. So Reese Jones is on um, to run a place. It's 34 bucks. It's $7 a place. Look, I don't know. It's third up. Has it got any chance uh, each way at the each way odds?
1: Mate, you it's, look at his form, and it's, it's not too bad. Like, it's placing behind IME and Kalago, uh, Wayne Sealand had the big winner with um, the mighty ISO reach a couple of starts ago. So, mate, uh, $7 a place. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. $6 a lead, going to get little, a really nice run.
3: A little bit of a query with weight. That's probably all I've got to say. I think it will have the advantage of the inside draw and everything, but weight's a little bit of... one and a half. Yeah, race like is climbing, isn't he? Yeah, but at the same time, it was 52 and a half last start. So, um, and IME, I mean, the IME form is pretty strong, I think, because, I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but obviously it's a dominant favorite, probably the most back favorite this Saturday, I'm guessing through tab anyway. Uh, So that form line sticks strong, but, yeah, the weight, slight query for me. Okay.
0: Possible ch- possible place. Uh, the Pam is the first leg of the quad. It's very open. Um we are I got a six dollars fifty the field. Uh, deficit spangler, French born. This is the one I messaged you the other day, Cody. Did you back it at Nowra? Beat Mar and Par, a horse that I'd been following.
3: It was the pick of the yard for me in the Nowra yard. No, yes. And he didn't back it. I <laughs> did it. And oh I, stop did it. you really I did, I did not back it because I she's did, one of yours. <laughs> He turned to like
1: eight of us and said, Oh, no, pick of the yard, French bonnet looks good. And I turned <laughs> to him after the race.
3: I was like, How much do you have on? He's like, No, I didn't back it. Oh,
4: God.
3: <laughs> it looked, it was dead set. It looked tip top. And as uh, the famous Gary Cleese would say, it was dapples on dapples. Like it was one cool dude. It was definitely one cool dude. And I one am a cool little, little bit filthy on not backing it. Um, but yeah, I, I wasn't on it. But it, it, if it holds any condition like it did in the Narrow Cup, the time on Nara Narrow Cup, it's probably half a chance. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, this is a pretty good mile race, I think. Deficits there: Spangler for uh, Kamagui for Zach Lloyd, Naval Seal, Color Sergeant on the drift a little bit. Mandaboss has actually run really good last two races. Morris is me dad, Phillipsburg. Be nice if it gets uh, does well. We look at James McDonald, who was originally on the fifty-one dollar shot Oz Legend, is now twenty-three. It might just be a bit of. Mac money but this is a pretty bloody good race anyone like anything
3: i'm on um i i don't mind i, I reckon this is the value play and i don't know how many cha- i don't know how many chances we give it but I, I think this is the perfect race for naval seal 54 and a half kilos tc on board it's going to be in the front quartet from barrier three it has to be and i i think it gets the best chance i don't think tim's ever ridden it and that the most intriguing thing from I don't know how many horses that Tim rides with Waller to start with. Yeah, true. So um, that's kind of where my head's at. And eight bucks is very entertainable. So yeah, I'm with it.
0: Eight bucks, Tommy, Chris. Yeah, it's
3: a bit uh, of a funny one. I,
1: I like, I think, yeah, French Bonnet's probably a bit too heavy. Camagouille really interests me. Them taking. Into Mudgee and winning the cup, like you have a bit of an opinion there. Zach Wardy uh, right in climbing two as well. I think Color Sergeant's been good and could win a race. And um, it, it, I, I just do my head in trying to figure out these waller runners. Like Coe said with Naval Seal, you look at him putting McDonald on Oz Legend, and um is going to win. I'm I'm sure Syndicato's is going to win one of these races. And at 26, something each way. But, um, yeah,
2: I, I'm, I'm liking Kamagui here. Chris? No, nothing for me. I can't believe we spent so much time talking about a benchmark <laughs> 7 out.
1: <eight micro.
0: laughs> yeah, there he is. He's back. Tis the season. He's back. Uh, race 8, we got a 1,400-meter race. Is anyone liking him? We've got Catelli, Brenton's aboard. That's the favorite. Coal Crusher, I am not going to get glimmed. I'm not going to get sucked into it. But he rides the second favorite. And then there's
3: a bunch of others, but
0: uh, anything for race eight, gents.
3: I'm surprised that um, Chris didn't pot J-Mac in the last race. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I got to leave him open for it, just ready, just ready. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I generally think that Cotelli is not bad. I think the uh, the Ingham duo could salute again here in the same colours. I I know it's favourite. I know it's three twenty, which is probably nothing wrong with that. Three to one. It, Probably on the shortest side of things. But you look at the rest of the field and you go, fuck. When was the last time I backed any of you fuckers? Um, like yeah, I, I could... had I had big thoughts about Amish Boy way back when it was like a two and going into a three-year-old season. Coal crush has got glint on it. 60 kilos at five to one. <laughs> I can't back that. Like I just go, oh, God. All right. Well, well Cotelli, 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 Cavalier Charles form, although it's a country-trained horse, He's been running up in town, all this, all this preparation, and it's been gone up against some handy, handy types. So I think that form line's quite strong, and um, I think it's a warranted favourite. So I'm going to probably be with it.
0: Favorite wins, boys. Tommy. After all that, I'm going Cole crusher. I think. <laughs> oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you look. Two starts. Two starts ago, I was in a benchmark eighty-eight, uh, carrying an extra kilo, and it beat Wohaha fours it didn't disappoint in a group three and it comes back to a benchmark 88 with a kilo less than when it won at Newcastle. So uh, I think this horse is really consistent. I'm going to keep going with it until um, I get glint, I guess. But um,
3: yeah, I'll I'll go Carl Crusher. I think the price is the biggest deterrent for me though. Like if it was like 15-1 after those two impressive runs, and don't get me wrong, it's a really sound horse, but I just don't know when I'm going to get glint. Yeah. That's genuinely how I see it. So it's just like, fuck, when do I back it? When do I not back it? And it's five bucks, I just can't back it.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, it's on the drift a little bit. Maybe it goes a bit further out. Chris, are you going to get Glyn? Do you like anything?
2: Nah, look, Cold Crusher is was the first one I was drawn to. Then I found myself looking at Shakira. And it's like, why is this horse here? It's a 6, 1200-meter horse that's now racing over the mile. I just like, and then on the, I just... Automatically went. Why would I have a bet in this race? I just don't want to
0: bar of it. So you just wait till you've had a couple of beers and then do it. I know. You'd be mate. It's a bit past your bedtime, Chrissy. <laughs> no,
2: no, no. I just I don't want to <laughs> look. If, if I was gonna have a bet, it'd be it'd be Amish Boy. with would get to blinkers again, um, and my man J Mac.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> All right, well let's go to let's go to your man J Mac. He rides probably one of the shortest favorites of the day in I am me for Kieran Meyer and Dave Eustace It's a dollar ninety, was two bucks, so it's pretty much bang on. Uh D Horned Unicorn's been smacked though. It was six bucks, it's into threes, and then we go pretty much double figures. We go out to sixteen bucks. So look, feel free to find some value there. But we look at I am me at a dollar ninety, we look at D Unicorn already halved its quote
3: in a day. Boys, Coey, thoughts? Match race for sure because this is where it gets interesting. Because D Horn Unicorn had a, a nice win in town in a 78 handicap, right? And now, with the claim, we'll be carrying 51 and a half. Um, it's going to be rock bottom weight, uh, hence why the early backing and the support and everything else. So, three, key, uh, three bucks for it, opposed to IME. One of the easiest watches we've probably seen in a while, to be honest. With uh, Tommy Berry on board, the last start it was a dominant favourite. Then it was, I think, it opened at about the same price as it is right now, and then jumped it at all fifty. Yeah, it plummeted, and that's that's a volume of like money, like as, yep. and then won like a good thing, right? And that's how we want to see our uh, odds on pops win. This start uh, six and a half kilos. I'm I'm going to be this is a definitely an exotics play almost. It's probably it'll I, I see it as a two horse race. I, M, a, v, D Horn Unicorn. I think they will match motors and they run very different races as each other. So it will be interesting how tactics plays. But J Mac barrier one, that is really handy. I just that's just gonna play into J Mac's hands. So I can't see him losing it, but the saver could be just having the quinella on the genuinely think. Yeah. Maybe no, fuck that. <laughs> fuck the duet. Put that in the bin. <laughs> it might a bundle, do they still exist. They still exist. They and do. no, no, thank you. Yeah, of course they you
0: do. get a dollar 17 if you want both. Though. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> either of you like leaning towards
1: one or the other more so. Mate, I'm um, no, sorry. I was just watching. It's uh last start. I mean, and, I actually thought on the lead was pretty good. Um, running running second to it, and it, I think if it was twelve hundred, he actually gets him too. So I think the twelve hundreds um, a bit of a query. Dehorn Unicorn was really impressive. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Mister Mosa- Mosaic was really disappointing first up. I I couldn't back it off that. But there is one I think an Hway play one hundred and twenty six dollars or seventeen dollars a play. It's Noble Soldier. Um, it won first up last prep. It was in a midway, but then continued to be pretty okay, that prep, including its last start win was with Cathy. I know it was a uh, benchmark 72, but it really seemed to like Ramwick and it kept winning it at odds. I think it, I think two, those two wins last prep were at 50-1 to one as well. So uh, I really trust Robert and Luke to really um, nail where they target their horses as well and just – just maybe something could place at $17. Just uh, got a little feeling about Noble Soldier.
2: And I thought Wisdom of Water was over the odds. Gets a uh, really nice... Looks really nice on the map. Hit the line really well in that IME race last start when they went really slowly and was kind of really strong through the line. So I just thought it was over the odds here for me.
0: Well, love that. We've got to keep an eye on the two big odds, especially Noble Soldier. It's 50s out to 126, so... Love that. We go to the last and favorite, Shorty in Frumos. And I kind of liked what Channel 7 put up. I put, I shared their video yesterday about Fruimos if you've backed it, uh, the last couple, it's been a horror watch. Uh, but this time gets J-Mac aboard. Uh, it's had Karen and Hugh last time, but... JMAC this time, $1.95, it's up against. Jewelry, Belarus, Medina, uh, a bunch of those. Are we going with it? Are we giving it another chance? Looking at my votes that I saw on it, most people just didn't want to give it another chance. But 240 into $1.95,
3: Coey? It's one of them horses, right? Like, it needs luck and run. Everything has to kind of go in its favour and... The oh, the biggest excuse I can give last start was it drew inside. It draws six now, and it does get J-Max. So there is some upside to it. Um, you have to remember, this horse could potentially be like a – it's running in a – what? Is this a 78? Yeah, it's yeah. running in a 78, right? I think middle of last prep with its form, it could have easily been in a, a 92 by now essentially like there they're they're about i think it could have easily stepped just leapfrogged a couple of grades but unfortunately the racing pattern just kind of impeded it it's probably the best horse in this race uh dollar 95 though it's it's hard to take isn't it like i'm trying to look there is plenty of value around it and i haven't really got to this race in terms of form or anything like that but just off the top of my head i just go oh $1.95 to see possibly another train wreck i don't think i can warrant it <laughs> i'd keep it safe though because the the traders will probably think the same as me it's probably drawn better ninety five is probably quite the generous price right now they might push it out of touch who the hell knows especially with the bias and everything else considered so I wouldn't back it now. I'd probably back it race start if you were to like and jump on it and be wary of scratchings. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't give you any, any selections right now, but be wary.
0: Tommy, what are your thoughts on sweet Ruby? Uh, yeah, I,
3: I did
1: mind It's last run. Uh, she fine at the moment too. So is Kim war. Um, so, uh, yeah, I definitely think, th- I thought it was a good run at
0: Canterbury, a... like behind that. Yeah. On. Yeah.
1: No,
4: I, I,
1: I, I thought it was a really good run. Um, for sure, Schiller claiming one and a half. I, I definitely think it's a chance. And we're um talking about free I think um, McDonald on and all due respect to Kieran at the moment hasn't hasn't been riding the greatest. I, I think um that's a, that's a significant um look. there wasn't much he could do last start anyway. So I don't want to back Kieran at all. But the money's coming for it. I think I heard some good judges um still wanting to back it as well. So Look, I, I definitely think Fromos is the one to be. I will say nothing sweet about me at the distance. Um, three from three. First up, two from three. Timmy Clark on for Gay and Adrian, but it is 62 kilos. So I think uh, it trialled enormously. Um, but, yeah, there's just something there. So 62 is a very big query, but I don't mind nothing sweet about me. And Divine Breast, the other one, runs really well at Ramwick. Uh, as well, so there's one to watch there, but
0: um,
2: yeah, if you're back from us, good luck.
0: <laughs> um, Alright, Chris, anything? Just
2: another one to add to your quaddies. Another one to add to your quaddies, Al Medina, um, Kiwi mare that's come up to Sydney from Patrick Payne, I think it was, to Scotty Singleton. Um, run some really two really nice races this prep, and I think we'll be in the finish.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, that is Ramway, Chris, anything at Flemington or any specific races you want to have a quick Squeeze at? There's a few there. Um, I was just having a little 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 thing through. I think I you know your likes of like invincible caviars going around, which actually run pretty well last start at Pakenham Uh Jamie's got a lot of good rides as well. I think there's pounding as well earlier on in the day. Um, any races you want to have a look at?
2: Yeah, it's a fun little meeting um, back at Flemington for the first time since the Carnival, I believe. I quite liked the Guava in race one, which was out of the red card race at Pad- uh, Pakenham a few weeks ago. Just was in behind them, couldn't find a run, and then hit the line and was really, really strong through the line. Seven bucks. So that was one, that was one I really found. Cotel uh, in the second is a moody filly that yeah. is two for two and has been two really strong times. I think uh, first up, so might who knows what the market's going to do. Sorry, not first up, ran kind of a couple of weeks ago at Cranbourne and, and, yeah. and, and, and unbolted, but um, I think the money might come for her. Uh, that's kind of it though. Kind of the other, the big one you mentioned was Invincible Caviar. That time was really good, but up in. To like a proper like a Saturday grade race where Spaceboy, if it runs, I thought was interesting in that race as well. But interested, obviously, interesting to see how Invincible
0: Caviar goes
2: and Rose Courts in the uh, Listed Ken, race Kensington straight, Stakes. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the one to beat. But it's pretty strong. How Watson hasn't won in a long time, but uh, comes out of some really strong spring races. Uh, along with, you know, Ashford Street, who kind of races in those, and Yulon Command, who races in those races as well. But, um, Estella yeah, Roca. Good, good, good meeting.
0: Esther LaRocca going around as well. Uh, boys, anything else you want to mention? Uh, what about the distance race? Tommy, you like any of those? Persans going around?
1: Yeah, I, I, I liked Adelaide Ace uh, last start, where he just, um, I think came second in that Worry Cup, but it wasn't too bad. But yeah, I think Persans. Probably the one to to beat, but it, yeah, it's it's been impressive without winning Person, so it's a bit hard there. I, I yeah, not much else. Yeah, interesting to see how invincible caveat goes. It's probably the only other one. Right. If,
2: if, if Person if runs to its number last start where it got beaten by Valentlare and, and Muncie, it wins this by a sizable margin.
0: Okay. Uh... you think so. Zach DeBoss going around as well, probably uh, in race five. Always one of the greats at $17. All right. Uh, Tommy, a couple of Queensland ones, I think, Eagle Farm. What were the ones you wanted to look at? There's a couple of good races there. I know the real shorty is going around as well. Uh, Kovalika in the 2100 meter race, the Grand Prix stakes. Jimmy Orman, who's flying as per usual. Is that just a free cash? Race five?
1: Look, you don't want to say free cash, but yeah, definitely targeting uh, that race. Um, I think Gypsy Goddess won the Grand Prix last year and then won on, went on to win the Oaks. So you got to think that's a huge tick and um, yeah, it's been really impressive. But again, could often uh, target it with a horse that's strung a couple of wins together in tradition. So look, it's um, not all that cut and dry, but you, you've got to think it'd be hard
0: to beat. Mm. We got, what about um, later on, the Loft Ney Stakes. Is Holyfield. Good horse. The Annabelle Nation trained one. I think it came second last up, but it won first up. Uh, you got the likes of, you called it, Emerald Kingdom, Vinco, which is one of mine. Love Vinco. Smart Meteor, Master Jamie, Animate. It's actually a pretty, pretty good race. I don't know if anyone uh, has had a look at it.
1: Yeah, I think Annabelle's got a couple of good chances up there. The one in the previous before, by following it's, Um it's, it's, it's been running in really good form. I think Brody's been... Um going really well since he's moved up there, winning uh, you see going to ballinar rides for uh, Annabelle. he was out at Kilcoy where he um put like five on him for one for Annabelle as well. he's he's riding really well and and then she rewards him with um horses like good horses like Bartholomew Diaz going up there and then um Holyfield as well. so I, I think I think she's got a really good hand there with the two of them, but um and smart media for Muncie, I think. Second up will improve as well. And Master Jamie. That's, it's a, it's a good little race there, but I think all eyes are going to be on the um, gold, edition. That gold edition. Yeah. Uh, golden boom. Uh, every time I flick over um, to anyone, Queensland racing, they're all talking about this horse. It, it's uh, the aptly named golden boom, because yeah, they're, they're all talking about this horse. So really interesting to see how it goes. Um, yeah. All, it third all, start. Yeah. Third start. Yeah. It's, it's, a dollar um, I think this was the race Collingdale won last year. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's really interesting to see. Uh, one of mine, Johnny Rocker. We we backed it yeah. um, early on at the good odds. Exo Lady for Death League. And there's, look, there's a couple of handy ones. I think Steady Ready um, was a good win last start too.
0: But yeah,
1: it's I'm really keen to see Golden Boom.
0: Anyone got anything else around Queensland they want to mention?
3: I was just going to say, I think Kovalika is the next next thing coming for the uh, the some. Uh, uh, sorry, the Winter Carnival. I think that's going to be right in line for something. One of the big group ones, round about then. I think so. I'd be keeping an eye on that. Definitely black book it.
0: Worth a bet uh, on the weekend.
3: Yeah, uh, I mean, it's definitely for a multi. I yeah. think a dollar sixty five is probably about the right price. Dare I say? And Hollyfield, I just have a little bit of a query over the 1,400 at this level of racing. I mean, the the wins that it's had, I think, I'm sure it's been in benchmark or class four, five kind of ratings. So the 14, 1,400 over it, listed stake. It won a listed at Doombin, didn't it? Yeah, but over 1,200. No, oh, yeah, so, true. So uh, I do have a little bit of a question mark over it, especially carrying 60 kilos. So, I mean, I... I could probably entertain or look around it um i haven't done the full form for it but i would definitely tread a little bit ca- uh, carefully around that and then yeah as tommy already nailed it golden boom is essentially queensland's new fuck. name any hmm. queensland spr- uh, yeah sprinter in in the past i think it's going to be one of them things so uh, like whether it's going to be a buffering, I'm not sure, but they are touting it as the next next kind of the big thing,
0: yeah. Right, Chris, do you like anything in Queensland?
2: Nah, mate, you guys could have your Queensland. You're not a Queensland guys, guy, are you? While you guys are enjoying your Queensland, I'll be watching Colac Race Three, <laughs> The Maiden, where Moatman will be winning that race. The three year old coat, coat, colt for Danny O'Brien, it'll be winning. The uh, the the mile maiden at Colac on Saturday, Colac. and if you if you got any money left on Sunday, a horse called Harbin at Werribee is one I'm looking out for a price for.
0: Jeez, what races that in mate? Harbin, I'm not sure. Thank haven't you. done the
2: haven't done the full form at Har- Werribee uh, 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 on Sunday yet.
0: It's the the markets out at least.
2: There's no way you get a price yet, surely.
0: No idea. No idea. And but and, I and,
2: it's 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 in race seven.
0: It's generally not something like, I look at. What's it called? Harbin. You're getting five bucks. The,
2: the tab benchmark sixty four handicap five dollars. Uh, and uh, since I'm gibbering, I might as well mention <laughs> Steinem. Uh, yeah, Steinem at yeah. Ascot. West. I thought, yeah. thought it'd just win.
3: Yeah, just it comes out of Amelia Jewels race. So. Yeah, yeah. distance it, to twenty one hundred. It suits, yeah. So
0: yeah, yeah. Agreed. I love when he just chimes in at the end. He just goes, just wins. All right. So that's uh, 270 for Steiner and Johnny Allen. Uh, beautiful. All right, boys. Anything else around the grounds before we wrap up this late Thursday evening? It's way past Chris's bedtime, so I need to get him to bed before his <laughs> lovely partner starts texting and saying, Karen, but...
3: Tell me, do we talk about Maria? Oh, yeah, you got Oh on. Yeah, I got Go Aurora. on.
1: Florentina running at uh, yes. Maruya on Sunday. Brock Ryan on. Are you um, going? Are you
0: going down? No, I'll like be in to...
1: Scone, so um, I won't be going down, but I'll be watching. Um, Bated breath. So yeah, no uh, Richie Butler. We met uh, last start. The trainer is really nice guy and uh, really happy with the run uh, last start. So should improve off that and. Yeah. Fingers crossed. No market out yet, but, um, I'm sure the boys who are in the syndicate will back it straight away. So, um, it'll probably be shorter than it's worth, but,
3: um, hopefully wins. It's a class two, it's a class two handicap and I'm not going to say it, but it's winnable. (laughs)
0: Love that. Yeah, All right, boys. Thank you for joining me. It was good getting on the piece last weekend. Uh, but let's find some winners this weekend and get some extra cash for Christmas. Have a good one, boys. Say, boys. Hey,
2: Thanks for having me, fellas. See Funny you ya. Guys.